Welcome back to the 21 Seconds Podcast. I'm your host, Colt White. This is the second episode of the week, and it's all about, as you can tell, the Heritage Place Futurity Trials. Both days of trials we'll talk about here. And like usual, I normally have three picks per trial. And then later in the week, we'll see the Four Corners and the New Mexico Breeders Futurity Trials. Talk about that later on in the Heritage Place Derby and Oaks Trials, so you can look forward to that later. But we'll get right into the Heritage Place Futurity Trials right after this. This episode is brought to you by Dash Master Jess, standing at Dunn Ranch in Winniewood, Oklahoma. From four crops to race, the son of Mr. Jess Perry has sired four stake winners, including Doc McCrocklin, Jess Adash and Angela, and Jess Master Angel. Over half of his starters have been winners with average earnings of 20000 per starter. In my opinion, he's one of the most underrated stallions on the market, not to mention his incredible pedigree and looks. In 2022, Dash Master Jess has already sired Oklahoma Paint and Appaloosa Futurity Qualifier Cowgirl Cartel. His stud fee is only $1,500 this year, so make sure you get your contract at Dunn Ranch before it's too late. All right, let's get started with the Heritage Place Futurity Trials. Ten trials each day. So 20 altogether, $15,000 trial purses. 350 yards the distance for the million dollar plus finals on May 28th. We got a field of 10 in the opener. I'll go to the one on top, Trace Daenerys. This is a gelding by Trace Ace out of Who's Kissing Carter by Carter's Cartel. MTZ and Ruse Ranch Holdings LLC, the owners, Duke Schultz Trains, and Raul Ramirez Jr. will be up. Trace Daenerys was fourth in the Oklahoma Futurity Trials first time out on March the 5th. Has had a pair of works since. March 20th went 220 and 1282 from the gate. He was 30th of 40. And most recently on April the 16th went 220 and 1172. Another gate work. He was 10th fastest of 28. So I like Trace Daenerys at the rail on top. $22,000 Riadoso yearling with the five. First Libby Lark in their second. A Philly by I'm a fancy PYC at a first Gin Lark by My First Moon. Dustin Cox, the owner and breeder in Oklahoma, Troy Carter Trains, and James Flores will have the call. A pair of maiden races for first Libby Lark. March 3rd ran 2nd, and then on March 27th ran 3rd. She's picked up about 8,200 so far. Looking to break her maiden in this one, too. And third, I'll go to the 7, doing it just for fun. A gelding by FTD Dynasty out of Jessica Classy Lassie by Mr. Jess Perry. Ted Abrams, the owner, Heath Taylor Trains, and Rodrigo Vallejo will have the call on the first-time starter. Worked at Delta on March 25th, went 220 and 1185 from the gate. It was second of only two works. And then on April the 14th at Remington, went 220 and 1223 from the gate. It was 15th of 37. So I'll go with the Texas bread, doing it just for fun in their third, 157 in trial one on day one for the Heritage. Trial two. I'll go to the six. 8711 on top. This is a Colt by A Political Jess at a First Caroline Rose by Corona Cartel. A heritage place yearling for $145,000 this past year. Bobby Cox owns Heath Taylor Trains. James Flores will be up. 8711 with two works at Remington so far. March 9th went 250 and 1362 from the gate. It was sixth fastest of 149. And then on April the 6th went 250 and 1363. Another gate work, which was 12th fastest of 49. So very impressive there, especially that first one on March the 9th. Second, I'll go to the one Malachi's Gold, gelding by KVN Corona out of the big time favorite mare, Grania. And this one was a $20,000 Riadoso yearling this past year, owned by Damon Hodges, D. Keener, the trainer, and the jockey, Jesus Salazar. Boy, the Salazar-Keener team has really done some damage so far this year. This one started twice, was fifth in a maiden first time out on March the 3rd, and was second in the Remington Park Futurity Trials on April 1st last time out. 
Worked on April the 22nd, going 220 and 1177, and it was a gate work and the fastest of 10 on the day. 3,600 earnings for Malachi's gold. And for third, I'll go to the three wasting light. Gelding by the Marfa Lights out of Foo Hoo by Foos. Zenda Racing, the owners and breeders in Oklahoma. Eddie Willis, the trainer, and the jockey Justine Kleber. Wasting light. Pair of starts was second in the Oklahoma Futurity Trials. Had a rough trip against Maiden Company on March the 26th, last time out. Has picked up 2,200 so far, and I'll go with him in there for third in this one. Trial three should be a pretty good one. I'll take the five on top. Sunday Silence. He was a 2021 Heritage Place winner mix sale purchase for $13,000. She is sired by Ivory James out of Featuring Jesse by Feature Mr. Jess. Leonardo Alcala owns, and he's also the trainer, and the jockey Jose Alvarez. Two starts on the year. Was runner-up in the trials for the Oklahoma Futurity. Ended up third in the grade two finals. And a really good late surge from the inside in that one. It's picked up about 50,000 so far. Worked on April the 12th, going 220 and 1233. It was the second fastest of seven for Bobby Coxbred's Sunday Silence here in the third. And I'll take the 10. Ivory Senator for second on the outside. A gelding by Louisiana Senator out of Ivory Teaspoon by Ivory James. So small check the owner, Santos Carrizales Jr. Trains, and the jockey Juan Polito. Two starts for Ivory Senator. This one was a maiden winner on March the 27th, first time out. Ended up second in the grade three Lycobird stakes a few weeks ago on April the 16th. 25000 in earnings for Ivory Senator. And third, I'll go to the four surprise party, a 2021 Heritage Place Fall mix sale purchase for $54,000. It's a gelding by KVN Corona. At a VF Red Surprise by First Prize Stanley. Paul Ludeman and Tom Maher, the owners. Jason Olmstead trains and the jockey Edwin Escobedo. Only start for Surprise Party was runner-up against Maiden Company on April the 7th. Didn't work all that hot schooling races on March the 9th. 1451 for the 250. Didn't fare all that well among the rest. But still managed to run second in that last one. So I'll take her for third. Taking for third here in this one, 3500 for the son of KVN Corona, the freshman sire. Trial four for the Heritage Place Futurity on day one. I'll go to the three. EL Relentless Speed. This is a gelding by He's Relentless out of Speed Squad by Mighty B Valiant. Elizabeth Logan, the owner and breeder in Oklahoma. D. Keener Trains and the jockey Jesus Salazar. Two starts on the year for El Relentless, EL Relentless Speed was fourth in a maiden at first asking on March the 13th, and I believe that is the only time that Elizabeth Logan has finished worse than second this year was that fourth place finish. I mean, she's having a hell of a year up, happy for her. And then this one ran second in the Remington Park Futurity Trials last out on April the 2nd, did not manage to qualify. Just over 4000 in earnings for EL Relentless Speed. Second, I'll take the nine, a political chick V, a Riadoso yearling last year for one hundred thousand dollars. She's by a political Jess out of Me Chicky by Major Ryan. Greg Coleman, Raymond Merle, the owners, Clint Crawford, the trainer, and Jorge Torres will be up. This one was runner-up in a maiden on April the 9th at Remington. Had a really good work before that on March the second, two fifty and thirteen sixty-five. From the gate, it was fifth fastest of 168. 5,200 in earnings for Oklahoma bred, a political chick fee. And then I'll take the eight, EC Prosperity in there for third, a heritage yearling for 20,000 last year. She's by He's Relentless at a fast prize zoom by Shazoom. Tom Maher owns Jason Olmstead Trains and the jockey Edwin Escobedo. One start. This one was fourth in a maiden on March the 27th. Worked on April the 15th, going 220 and 1288, was 29th of 35. I'll go with EC Prosperity in their third for 1200 in earnings. So 398 in the fourth trial. Trial five, another one that should be 
pretty competitive. I'll go with the eight. BP, he's dauntless on top. A gelding sired by Moon and the Eagle out of CC Policy by Corona Cartel. Owned and bred in Oklahoma by Bill Price. D. Keener Trains and the jockey Jesus Salazar. This one was a winner in the Oklahoma Futurity Trials first time out. Managed to qualify to the Juvenile and run fourth. Most recently on March the 19th. Has picked up 10,000 so far. I like where he drew in this one too. But right to his inside, he's got a tough one. That's the 7 Southern Sace, a heritage yearling for 30000 last year. She's by Trey Sace out of Southern Miss by Mr. Jess Perry. Owned by Sarah Juarez. Jose Huerta, the trainer, and Roman Cruz with the ride. At, has had three starts. Was a winner in the Oklahoma Futurity Trials. Ran fifth in the Grade 2 Finals. And was sixth in the Grade 3 Lycobird Stakes last time out. 37,000 earnings for the Oklahoma bred Southern Sace. And for third, I'll go to the 9MH Relentless Bird, a gelding sired by He's Relentless out of Painted Lyco Bird by PYC Painter Wagon. James Sills owns Eddie Willis, the trainer, and the jockey Justine Claber. Two starts on the year for MH Relentless Bird. Was a winner in a, against Maiden Company first time out on March the 12th and ended up sixth in the Remington Park Futurity Trials most recently. Has picked up just over 13000 so far heading into the Heritage Trials. 8-7-9, all the outside in Trial 5. In 1993, Dr. John West showed that EIPH occurs during exercise when blood vessels in the lungs rupture. This is due to stress caused by high blood pressure on the inside of the vessels and strong suction forces on the outside. Only flare strips and Lasix, used together or alone, have been clinically proven to reduce EIPH. Lasix works by reducing the high internal pressures and flare strips work by reducing the suction forces on the outside. See the science at flarestrips.com. When a horse breathes in during exercise, a strong suction force is exerted on the outer walls of the fragile pulmonary capillaries. Think of it like a vacuum cleaner in the air sacs of the lungs, pulling on the outside walls of the capillaries. This, combined with high blood pressures inside the capillaries, causes the capillaries to rupture, resulting in EIPH. By reducing resistance when breathing in, flare strips turn down the suction on the vacuum cleaner in the lungs to reduce EIPH. See the evidence at flarestrips.com. Trial six on day one for the Heritage Place Futurity. I'll go to the one on top, Biden Our Time. This is a gelding by FUD Dynasty out of Tell a Story by Corona Cartel. James Sills, the owner and breeder in Oklahoma. Eddie Willis trains and the jockey, Justine Kleber. Two starts for Biden our time. Was third in the Remington Park Futurity Trials at first asking on April the 2nd. Eight days later, picked up a maiden win on April the 10th at Remington. Had a nice gate work before that at 14.05 for the 250 right before. 14,600 in earnings for Biden our time. Second, I'll go to the nine. BV Don't Look Back, a gelding by Dominion out of BV Valentine Wagon by PYC Painter Wagon. Bella Vista Farms, the owners and breeders in Oklahoma. Eddie Lee Willis trains and the jockey Ruben Castro. A pair of starts for BV Don't Look Back was third in the trials for the Remington Park Futurity on April the 1st and picked up a maiden win on April 15th last time out. Another one with about 14000 in earnings for BV Don't Look Back. And third, I'll go to the five, Water or Corona, a colt by KVN Corona out of Aquafina by a first down dash, a heritage yearling for 51000 this past year. Owned by Thomas Sheckel, Jason Olmstead trains, Edwin Escobedo will be up. This was fourth against Maiden Company on April the 9th in his only time out. In the schooling races worked 250 on March the 9th, 1372, and was 17th of 149, so he showed he's got quite a bit of speed. See if he can show some more of it in his second time out. Trial 7. I'm going to go with the 8 in this one. That's Sunny Sace. This is a gelding by Trey Sace out of Sunny D by Tempting Dash. Cody Cobb, the owner. James Gonzalez, the third trains. And the jockey, Mario Delgado. 
One for one, as Sonny says, a maiden winner on April the 10th at Remington. Won it pretty convincingly, too, by well more than a length. Has had a nice work before that on March the 2nd, 250 and 1398 from the gate. It was 67th of 168. Picked up 10,000 for that effort. And we'll look to have another dominant win this weekend. Second, I'll take the four, Jess Muchacho Corona. This is a gelding sired by Corona Cartel out of Jess Send Me by feature Mr. Jess. A Riadoso yearling for 450000 this last year. Owned by Aiden Cantu, Heath Taylor the trainer, Daniel Amea with the ride. First time starter in Jess Muchacho Corona. A couple of works at Louisiana Downs. March the 10th went 220 and 1307 from the gate. It was 17th of 16. And then on March the 24th, went 220 and 13.34 from the gate. It was 36 to 42. And he was shipped to Remington on April 14th, worked 220 and 12.23 from the gate. It was 15th of 37. High dollar yearling here last year. So I'll take Jess Muchacho Corona in there second. And then I'll go right to his outside for third. That's the five first relentless. A cult by He's Relentless out of first you run away by first down dash. Santos Espinosa, the owner and breeder in Oklahoma. Jose Espinosa trains and the jockey, James Flores. Two starts for first relentless was seventh against Maiden Company on March the 10th. Improved the next time around, finishing fourth in the Remington Park Futurity Trials, so we'll see if he can improve once more. He's picked up 1,200 so far. Three more to look at on day one. Trial number eight. I'll take the seven on top. That's Miss Kitty. Philly by Kitty up out of Queen is back by Walk Through Fire. Daniel Miranda owns Clint Crawford trains and the jockey will be Jorge Torres. One for one is Miss Kitty picked up a maiden win on April the 10th. Only timeout worked on March the 24th right before that 250 and 1419 from the gate. It was 22nd of 38. 10,294 the Texas bread. Miss Kitty. $27,000 yearly. Right to her inside will be my second choice. That's Moonlight Dynasty, a filly by FDD Dynasty out of Southern Lulu by A Political Jess. El Cabresto Racing Stables, the owners and breeders in Oklahoma, Jose Villafranco Trains, and the jockey Jonathan Dominguez. Only start for this one was in the Remington Park Futurity Trials. Finished third that time. Had a nice work beforehand, going to 2011.57, was the second fastest of 28, so keep an eye on Moonlight Dynasty, my second choice. And for third, I'll go to the nine. Take a swig of this. A gelding by a revenant out of PYC Prize Doll by PYC Painter Wagon. Owned by Dunn Ranch, Monte Rosa Trains, and the jockey Francisco Calderon. This one was a heritage yearling for 40000 this past year. Has already started once. Finished sixth against Maiden Company. It's kind of on the outside there and away from... His other rivals, and was kind of like he was out of the race. He's on the outside here again, but he's going to have a 10 horse right to the outside of him this time, so it might keep him a little bit more focused. See if he can improve off of that sixth place effort because on March the 10th, he went 250 and 1355, a gate work that was second fastest of 35 on the day, so he could just get up and, and beat this field if he's not careful. So 769 in trial eight. Trial 9, this one ought to be pretty good. I'll take the 8 on top in this one. That's Cartel Kisses. I feel like I kiss my hawks out of Midnight Cartel by Carter's Cartel. Bobby and Larry Rice, the owners, Heath Taylor trains, and the jockey Rodrigo Vallejo. Three starts on the year for Cartel Kisses. One or first two, a maiden on March 17th, and a trial for the Remington Park Futurity, qualifying to the Grade 1 Finals and finishing 6th. She was my top pick in that Remington Park Futurity, and she'll be my top pick here. Picked up about 70000 now after that Remington Park last time out. Second, I'll go to the seven, Mrs. KVN. A Philly by KVN Corona out of Little Surfer by first down dash. This one an $85,000 Riadoso yearling last year, owned by Patricia, Patricia Sheckle. Shana Manriquez trains in the jockey David Alvarez. Or David Torres. Daniel Torres, shoot, been talking about Louisiana. I thought it was David Alvarez. I said his name a bunch in the last episode. 
Anyway, Miss KVN is one for one. Picked up a maiden win on March the 25th, only timeout. Pretty convincing one, too. And had a really good schooling race on March the 2nd, working 1368, which is the ninth fastest of 168. So 10,000 earnings for Mrs. KVN, the Utah bred. And for third, I'll take the three day drinker. This affiliate by eight political Jess out of cruising the wagon by PYC Painture Wagon. Reliance Ranches LLC, the owners and breeders in Oklahoma. Mike Robbins trains and the jockey Yueno Navarrete Jr. Three starts for Day Drinker, was third and a maiden at first asking. Had it rough in the Remington Park Futurity Trials, finishing eighth, and then was third again and a maiden two weeks after that on April 16th, last time out. Just over 6,000 in earnings for Day Drinker, daughter of a political Jess. So in the ninth, I got the eight Cartel Kisses and the seven Mrs. KVM with the three Day Drinker, eight, seven, three in the ninth. Trial 10, another field of 10 here. On day one, I'll take the three. Surprise, surprise. I heard a yearling for 40000 last year. She's by Corona Cartel at a VF Red Surprise by First Prize Stanley. XL Partners 22, the owners, Ed Hardy Trains, and the jockey Bonifacio Quiros. One for one is surprise, surprise. Won a maiden race on April the 8th at Remington. Prior to that, worked 250 and 1371, and then worked it again, 1380, right before that. Was 11th of 35 the first time and 10th of 38 the second. 10,000 in earnings for surprise, surprise, the Utah bred. Second, I'll take the 10. Pilato of the Sea, an LQHBA yearling for 47,000 this last year. She's by Mr. Pilato out of Seaside by First Down Dad. Owned by Gregory Colum, Clint Crawford Trains, and Jorge Torres will have the call. One for one, she won a trial for the Oklahoma Futurity, just didn't manage to make the finals. Worked on April the 15th, 220 and 1305, not a gate work that day. It was the 31st of 35, 5,700 in earnings for Pilato of the Sea. And for third, I'll go to the eight. Jubilation, a Philly by Moon and the Eagle out of having a good time. By Ivory James, having a good time, if you remember, has produced three Heritage Place Futurity winners. On by Taiki Racing, Jacobo Mejia Trains, and no jockey available at the moment for Jubilation. First time starter worked at Lone Star on April the 7th. Went 220 and 11.16 from the gate. It was the fifth fastest of seven. And on April 15th at Remington, went 220 and 11.94 from the gate. It was ninth fastest of 35. Jubilation, that $225,000 yearling last year. They're hoping he can make up for a lot of that on Thursday. So 3-10-8 in the 10th trial on day one for the Heritage Futurity, and we'll get right into day two. Joining me now is a multiple graded stakes winning owner. He owns KVN Corona, freshman sire this year, and also qualified Moy BN Corona to the kindergarten Futurity just this past week. Please welcome Keith Nellison. Well, let's start off talking about Moybian Corona. Last fall, besides his pedigree, what stood out to you about this horse? So we raised this horse, um, and we raised his mother, and uh, we're big fans of, of American Justosity, which is his his mother's mother. Um, and, you know, he was a horse. I mean, we love Corona cartels. We've raised quite a few of them. We've raised a lot of them. Um, and... He was one that he's not the biggest horse in the world, uh, but especially when he, he was always really forward, for lack of a better word, um, even when they sales prepped him, like he went right from the sales prep, right from Rio Dosa into training and didn't skip a beat. So he was a horse that was was really forward. Um, we sent him to Heath Taylor, and at first Heath wasn't going to California. And so we kind of were pointing him more to the Heritage, Heritage Place Futurity. I really like to run in California, being from Utah. Right. Um, and so when Heath decided to go to California, uh, we late paid him into the kindergarten because we knew he was he was ready to go. And I've always wanted to run in the kindergarten and never had a horse that was really on track for that. And so that's how we ended up out there in the kindergarten. 
So like you say, he's been one that's kind of gotten it figured out pretty early. What does he like to be around personality-wise, though? Now, what have your, been your thoughts on his first two outs? He looks like he's done everything with ease so far. Yeah, yeah, it looks pretty easy to him. He looks, I, I, he looks very professional. Would be, you know, it, he, he hasn't he hasn't really made a mistake. He's faded out, faded in, um, but he's been so clear that uh, probably probably somewhat normal, right? I mean, he started on the rail. And faded in in his in his first start, and then in the trial he was on the outside. And I think that they might have been a little concerned that he'd fade out, but when they came out, they kind of went to the outside uh, whip there a little bit, and he just kind of faded back in. But I think that if we can get him in where he has some competition there, he'll run straight down the track, and and we have high hopes for him. Definitely, definitely, he he seems like one to me, in my opinion, like just from his first two outs. He just looks like a horse that's further down the road, like later in the year. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. He, he, he was ready to run as a yearling, right? I mean, if they had yearling races in, in December, he probably would have been there. Um, so he's uh, – and I don't, I don't know where that comes from, right? Um, but he went to training pretty quickly, and, and Heath was – pretty high on him from the start um so we're not really surprised from a you know you get the reports from the trainers and they tell you about him and he's exactly what he's been describing and uh you know perfect for the for the kindergarten um really early horse i don't think i mean obviously 300 is not going to be a problem for him and we don't think later in the year that going further is going to be a problem either Let's talk a little bit about KVN Corona, of course, a freshman sire this year. Can you start out by talking about him and what he's just like to be around? Say that again. About KVN Corona, freshman sire this year. You just tell him, tell us what he's like to be around. Oh, he is, he is the consummate professional. Has been. Um, again, we raised him. He was. Uh, I really loved his his uh, full brother, Big Lou. Um, when we raised him, and, and KVN's a different build of a horse, a um, little stretchier, a little bigger horse, but he was just one that, uh, as a as a baby, as a weanling, and as a yearling, he just, he was one that just kind of never got in trouble. You know what I mean? He wasn't one out there horsing around with all the other horses. He just kind of kept to himself. And then, uh, confirmationally to us, he's he's perfect. So. Um, I bought him that I, I, it's a hard business if you're going to race horses. So we have McCauley, which just stands for my kids, Mackenzie Cole and Presley. And, uh, we raise horses and then Keith races horses, um, because Keith can lose money. The businesses aren't supposed to. So, uh, he was the first Colt I ever bought. And I remember being so nervous about buying him. And, um, he again was one that. We could have ran him in the kindergarten, and he'd have he'd have won the kindergarten too. Um, but we pointed him all year to go to Ed Burke, and and uh, but he was he was kind of similar. But he was, I mean, he just I remember going and seeing his first official work down at Sunland Park, and it was as impressive as a run as he's ever made. But everyone around the barn, um, just he's just a pro, and. Uh, Never did anything wrong, you know, won his first 10 outs, I think it was, and and just uh, just a real pro. And I, I actually, we we loved him so much, My when I bought him, my backup plan was to turn him into a barrel horse. Um, and obviously that never happened, but uh, he's done everything right. He's done everything right in, in what he produces as well. Um, you know, they liked him in the cell ring. We're getting great reports from um, the trainers, and we hear the same thing. 
they're professional, um, they're smart horses, you teach them something once, they learn it, um, and want to do their job, and so uh, he's never disappointed us in, in anything he's ever done, and, and again, he's not a real, he, he, he's just, if, if, I remember before the races, um, he'd be over there just standing in the paddock, just standing back there like a 10-year-old rope horse at a rope, you know, mm-hmm. just stand there kind of walk and watching everybody. But when it was game time, he'd get up on his toes and then he would, uh, he would break. And I remember asking Ramon cause Ramon never really got after it very much. I said, Ramon, why don't you push him a little harder? And he said, you know, Keith, there's, there's these rare horses that they give it everything they got every time. And he does, and he knows where that finish line is and he knows how to get his nose over there. So, he just kind of kept him out of trouble and, and let him do his job. So we're really excited. Um, I've got a couple. I'm racing a couple of those uh, this year, and we'll see what they're going to do. Off to a good start so far. Several winners right off the bat. Definitely, definitely. One last thing for you here. Needless to say, KVN had an outstanding race career on the track, but what were some of your favorite memories from his racing career, would you say? Oh, man, I remember the Ed Burke like it was yesterday. Um, that was, uh, that was a, a pretty special moment. I probably didn't understand how special it was. I had, I had my parents with me and my wife's parents and, and all of that. And that, that was, that was, uh, that was a lot of fun, but probably, probably the most special actually was at the El Primero Derby. Um, I had my, my kids with me and he's named after a guy named Kyle Van Noy. He plays in the NFL, but he's, uh, he's part of our family. And that's what KVN stands for is Kyle Van Noy. His Twitter handle was KVN03. And so, you know, being with New England and all that, he never got to come out to the races and stuff, but um, he came out for the finals, him and his wife. So that was a pretty, pretty special moment to have in the winner's circle, my wife and my kids and, and Kyle and Marissa. So, but uh, yeah, I, it, I didn't realize at the time how special that, how really, really special it was to have a horse like that. Um, but uh, I realize it now. Trial one on day two. I'll go to the eight. Traveling Perry, a gelding by BB Traveling Soldier, out of Perry Story by Mr. Jess Perry. Owned and bred in Oklahoma by James Sills. Eddie Willis trains. Jimmy Brooks will have the call. This one started twice. Was second in a maiden on March the 10th, first time out at Remington, and was third in the Remington Park Futurity Trials most recently on April the 2nd. Picked up nearly 7,000 so far, and I believe this one was. I can't see the workout tab, but pretty sure this one was one of the fastest of the schooling races on the first few days of the meet. Second, I'll go to the three, A Political Sign, a Riedosa yearling for 60000 this last year, gelding by A Political Jess out of Jennifer Kate by Vital Sign. Thomas Avila, the owner, Ruben Soto trains, and Mario Delgado will have the call. A political sign, only one start, was second in a maiden on April the 10th in Oklahoma City. Had a pair of really good gateworks preparing for that, 220 and 250s. Picked up about 3,500 so far, and I've got him for second again. Third, I'll go to the nine, playing the field, a TQHA yearling for $51,000, a colt by a revenant out of She's Crying Real Tears by Jet Cartel. Gahey Horse and Cattle, and Dewey Kendrick, the owners, Justin Powell trains, and the jockey, Armando Ramirez. Only star for playing the field was fourth in the Oklahoma Futurity Trials on March the 5th. Worked on April the 14th, going 220 and 1228 from the gate. It was 20th of 37 for the Texas spread. So I'll go 8-3-9 in the opener on Friday. Trial two. I'm going to go to the 10 on top. That's Teller I'm an Eagle. 
So gelding by this is an eagle out of Teller Baja by Teller Cartel. On by Garrett's Racing Stables, Troy Carter Trains, and the jockey James Flores. This one has started twice, was second in the Oklahoma Trials, and ran, or excuse me, broke his maiden in the Oklahoma Juvenile last time out. Has not worked since then, but has made 21000 so far and will probably be the favorite in this one. Second, I'll go to the three, Relentless Pressure. A Philly by He's Relentless out of Jess a Classy Lassie by Mr. Jess Perry. Ted Abrams owns Heath Taylor Trains and Rodrigo Vallejo with the ride. Relentless Pressure, one for one. Picked up a maiden win on April the 4th at Louisiana Downs. A nice work at Delta prior to that. Has picked up 3,700 so far. Has the Texas bread. Should be my second choice with the seven. Explosive Fire in there for third. Heritage Yearling for 27000 last year. Explosive Fire, a colt by Mr. PYC to you out of what fire? By Walk Through Fire. Martin Riley, Greg Sanders, Blackjack Energy Services, Billy Dillon, the owners, Greg Sanders trains, and no jockey avail available at the moment of recording for Explosive Fire. Was fourth in a maiden on April the 14th in his only time out. Most recent work was on April the 6th, 250 and 1382 from the gate, it was 27th of 49. 1,200 in earnings for Oklahoma bred explosive fire. 10-3-7 in the second. And this third trial here should be one of the best of the night. Field of 10. I'll take the six on top. Fly back with joy. This one was a heritage yearling for 32,000 last year. On by Dunn Ranch, Monte Rosa Trains, and the jockey Raul Valenzuela. One for one is Fly Back with Joy, a maiden winner on April the 21st, just a couple of weeks ago. Most recent work before that maiden outing was on April the 6th, going 250 and 13.50. It was the fastest of 49 works on the day for the daughter of A Revenant with 10000 in earnings so far. Second, I'll go to the nine, Cool and Foxy, a Philly by one famous eagle out of Cool Fire by Walk Through Fire. This one, a Riadoso yearling for 40000 last year. Tom Sheckle owns, Shauna Manriquez trains, and Daniel Torres will have the call. This is another uh, Philly that's one for one. Was a winner in the Remington Park Futurity Trials, and she made the juvenile but was scratched at the gate. So 8,700 earnings for Cool and Foxy heading into the Heritage Trials. And then I'll go with the five, a Southern Hero in there for third. This is a Philly by Valiant Hero out of Southern Miss by Mr. Jess Perry. Bobby and Larry Rice, the owners, Eddie Willis Trains, and the jockey Justine Claver, a pair of starts for Southern Hero. Was second in the trials for the Remington Park Futurity by about a nose to a political face. Made the grade one finals and finished eighth there a few weeks ago. Has made about 32000 now, and she'll be my third choice. So a trio of fillies in the third. Six, nine, five in that one. Trial four. I'll go to the seven. Hooked and Gone. This is a gelding by PYC Painter Wagon out of Pretty Girl Kate by Pretty Boy Perry. This one's owned and bred in Oklahoma by Regina Lehman, Jerry Livingston Trains, and Christian Escada will have the ride. Two starts for Hooked and Gone was runner-up in the trials for the Remington Park Futurity. First time out was a dominant winner of the Remington Park Juvenile most recently on April the 16th on the outside there. So he's picked up about 44000 so far. He's had a pair of really good works, too. His most recent one was in the schooling races. That was 250 and 1381, 37th of 149. So Hooked and Gone looking like the real deal so far heading into the hair. Second, I'll go right to his inside, the six Kiki Cartel. She's by Coronado Cartel out of MT Rob This Corona by the Corona. Robin Caldwell, the owner, Tana Caldwell trains, and the jockey James Flores. This one's had two stars, was a maiden winner on March the 10th. Ended up running in the grade three Lycobird stakes a few weeks ago, finishing eighth. Between those two starts, on April the 1st, went 220 and 1241. It was 17-33. 14,000 in earnings for Kiki Cartel. 
And for third, I'll go to the one Heaven's Hero, a gelding by Valiant Hero out of Heaven's Assured by Streak and Dash. Heaven's Hero owned by Sherry Gilmore, Bill Valdivia Trains, and the jockey Rodrigo Vallejo. Two starts for Heaven's Hero. Both fourth place finishes. The first one was against Maiden Company, and then in the Remington Park Futurity Trials last time out. Just over 2000 in earnings for the Oklahoma bred. Trial 5 for the Heritage on day number 2. I'll go to the 4. Revenant Babe. She's by a Revenant out of My Corona, by Corona Cartel, a Heritage yearling for 40000 last year, owned by Bella Vista Farms, Bubba Willis Trains, and the Jackie Yasiel Soda. One for one is Revenant Babe, won a Remington Park Futurity Trial on April the 2nd. Only time out. Had a really good schooling race on March the 2nd. 1369 was the time for 250. And then worked right after that trial for the Remington Park. About 20 days after. 220 and 1330. It was ninth out of 10. Not a gate work that day though. It was so 8,800 in earnings for Revenant Babe. Second, I'll go to the seven Southern Fires. A gelding by Highest Fire out of Mary Southern Policy by Shazoom. This is owned and bred in Oklahoma by Dunn Ranch, Monte Rosa Trains, and Francisco Calderon with the ride. Two starts for Southern Fires was second and a maiden on March the 12th, first time out, and then ran third in the trials with the Remington Park Futurity this last time out. Has made about 7,000 so far, and he's just on the verge of figuring things out and picking up his first win, I think. And then for third, I'll go to the 5 NSM Icebreaker, a colt sired by Jess Good Candy out of Corona with Ice by Corona Cartel. Owned by Nancy McCoy, also the breeder in Kansas, Charlton Hunt Trains, and the jockey Augustine Silva. Only start for NSM Icebreaker was a runner-up finish against Maiden Company on April the 7th at Remington. Picked up 3500 for that effort. After decent work before that on March 25th, 220 and 1239 from the gate, it was 18th of 40 for the Kansas bred. And he'll round out my top three in the fifth, 475 in trial five. This episode of the podcast is sponsored by Dunn Ranch, located in Winniewood, Oklahoma. Not only do they have an outstanding stallion light up that includes 2021 leading freshman sire, A Revenant, Graded Stakes Producer Dash Master Jess, Sire of Love is Everything V, One Valiant Hero, 2022 Freshman Sire, PYC Fun and Fancy, also Graded Stakes Winner Constituent, and Blood Money, who's also XC only at Dunn Ranch. They have an outstanding sales prep team, and they can take care of all your embryo transfer and XC needs, and also provide a variety of full-out services. For more info on Dunn Ranch, visit any of their social medias or visit dunranch.com. They're one of the hardest working crews that you'll find. Don't miss out on a breeding to any of their stallions before they all book full. Dunn Ranch. Success starts here. Trial six on day two. I'll take the seven race Queenie on top, affiliated by Kiss My Hawks out of Race Princess by Corona Cartel. Ollenbach Farms, the owners and breeders in Oklahoma, Eddie Willis Trains, and the jockey Justine Claver. Three starts already for Race Queenie. Was sixth in a maiden at first asking in March. Was a winner in the Remington Park Futurity Trials. Ended up third in the Remington Park Juvenile a couple of weeks ago. 20600 in earnings for Race Queenie. Then I'll go with the six right to her inside, Challenger. This is a gelding by a political jest out of Miss Aguilar by Trace Sace. Bobby Cox, the owner and breeder in Texas, Heath Taylor Trains, and the jockey James Flores. Only start for Challenger was a third-place finish against Maiden Company on April the 8th. His most recent work was on March the 17th, going 250 and 1391. From the gate, it was the eighth-fastest time of 52. 1,600 in earnings. For Challenger, my second pick, and then I'll go with the nine, Candy Warrior for third to gelding by Coronado Cartel out of Candy Alert by Wave Carver. Rick Sumner, the owner and breeder in Oklahoma, Gary Walker trains, no jockey available at the moment for Candy Warrior. He's one for one 
won a maiden claimer on April the 9th. Only timeout. Won that one pretty easily, it looked like to me, after having some not-so-hot workouts. 12600 in earnings for Candy Warrior heading into the trials. Trial 7. I'll go to the three on top. That's Fancy Scarface, a gelding by PYC Fun and Fancy, out of Dolls and Fire by Walk Through Fire. Rito Sosa, the owner and breeder in Oklahoma, Santos Carrizales Jr. trains, and the jockey Juan Polito. Fancy Scarface was a winner in the Oklahoma Futurity Trials, his first time out. Ended up running sixth after getting bumped around in the Grade 2 Finals. Last time out on March 19th. He worked on April 20th going 220 and 1252. He was the third fastest of 10 that day. 27,000 in earnings for the son of freshman sire PYC Fun and Fancy. Second, I'll go to the seven, a diversion. This is a Philly by a Revenant out of Daring Diversion by Strawfly Special. On by Mark McCloy, Trey Odom, Norman Allen, and Scott Bryant. Trey Wood trains and the jockey Raul Ramirez Jr. Two starts for the Utah Bred Philly. Both third place finishes the first time in the Oklahoma Futurity Trials and then against Maiden Company last time out on April the 8th. 2700 in earnings for a diversion. It was a 2021 Heritage Place winner mix sale purchase for $40,000. Third, I'll go to the four, Love and Lie. Let's say Gelding by Trey Sace out of Lie by Ivory James. I'm by AA Horse Racing Incorporated, Eddie Willis Trains, and Jimmy Brooks will have the call. This one was another one at that 2021 winter mix sale for $40,000. Two starts, was third in the Oklahoma Futurity Trials at first asking, and ended up eighth in the Oklahoma Juvenile last time out. 2500 entering for Love and Lie, the Oklahoma Brett. Three more trials to look at. The Heritage on day two. Field of nine in the eighth. I'll go to the six on top, Trace Crystals. Trace Crystals sold at the Rio Doso yearling sale last yearling sale last year for thirty thousand dollars. But Trace A set a crystal solo bow walk through fire. Elizabeth Logan, the owner, D. Keener trains, and Brian Candanosa with the ride. Two for two is Trace Crystals. Of course, he won the trials and the finals of the Grade Two Oklahoma Futurity back in March. He worked on April 22nd, going 220 and 11.77 from the gate. It was the fastest of 10 works on the day. Watch out for Trace Crystals. Red hot right now with 182000 in earnings so far. Second, I'll go to the two. Just Painted Hawks. A Philly by Kiss My Hawks. Out of Just Painted Sign by Mr. Jess Perry. Riedosa yearling for 45000 last year. Whitmire Ranch, the owners, Treywood Trains, Ricky Ramirez will be up. Two stars for Just Painted Hawks, both second place finishes, the first time out of the Remington Park Futurity Trials and then in the Remington Park Juvenile a few weeks ago. A couple of decent works preparing for all of that. Still done well so far, and I believe she was, I mean, making the Juvenile, of course, she just missed making the Futurity in that one, so... 20,000 in earnings for Just Painted Hawks. Third, I'll go to the seven, a snowy fire. Colt by walk through fire out of a snowy fling. By this snow is royal. Martin Peralta, the owner, Ruben Soto trains, and Mario Delgado will have the call. This one was second, his only time out in the Remington Park Futurity Trials. He was a pretty big long shot in that one after not working that great in the mornings. He was supposed to have run a couple of weeks ago, but got scratched at the gate. 3000 in earnings for a snowy fire. So that is 627 in the 8th. In the ninth. I'm going to go to the seven, Savage Kingdom on top. Colt by a Revenant out of Aqua Girl by Corona Cartel. Was a heritage yearling for $120,000 last year. 
Owned by Dunn Ranch, Monte Rosa Trains, and Raul Valenzuela will have the call. Savage Kingdom, one for one, rolled home a winner. In a maiden race on April the 7th in his first time out easily, and that one just got the jump on him from the start. Only work to look at was from March the 10th, 250 and 1350 from the gate. It was the fastest of 35 works on the day. 13,000 in earnings for Oklahoma bred Savage Kingdom. Second, I'll go to the six, I Dream in Color. This filly sired by Mr. Jess Perry out of a dream to remember by Corona Cartel. Owned by Reliance Ranches, Mike Robbins Trains, Ueno Navarrete Jr. with the ride. Only one start for I Dream in Color was a second place finish in the Remington Park Futurity Trials on April the 2nd. Had a decent work in the schooling races on March the 9th, 2.50 and 14.10 from the gate, 91st of 149. 14.10 is not too bad for that 2.50. So just about 3,000 earnings for I Dream in Color. And for third, I'll go to the one, Twix Ace. This one is a Heritage Yearling last year for $65,000. Owned by APX Racing LLC, Clint Crawford Trains, and Jorge Torres will have the call. Twix Ace, only one start, was fourth in a maiden on April the 9th. Only timeout, 1200 in earnings off of that effort for Twix Sace. My third selection, 761 in trial nine. And one more trial to look at for the Heritage Place Futurity. On day two, a field of 10 in trial number 10. I'm going to go to the eight on top, a trace of good candy. This is a gelding sired by just good candy out of a trace of paint. By Trace Sace, Cody Cobb owns, James Gonzalez III trains, and Mario Delgado will have the call. First time out for a Trace of Good Candy. Three works. March the 2nd went 250 and 1398 from the gate. It was the 67th fastest of 168. Took a light breeze on March the 20th, 220 and 1268, 25th of 40. And on April the 6th went 250 and 1401 from the gate. It was 31st of 49 for a Trace of Good Candy who was a Riodosa yearling for 125000 last year. Second, I'll go to the 10, Rusty's Revenant, a filly by a Revenant out of Rusty's Cool Lady by First and Cool. This one's owned by Adrian Otaveros, Heath Taylor Trains, and the jockey Rodrigo Vallejo. Only start was a fourth-place finish against Maiden Company on April the 15th for Rusty's Revenant. Worked in the schooling races on March the 9th, 250 and 1378. It was 30th of 149, 1,200 in earnings for Rusty's Revenant. And for third, I'll go to the three, Blue 2, a 2021 Heritage Fall mix sale purchase for $23,000. Gelding by Coronado Cartel out of Dusty Sassy Bunny by Country Chicksman. Tracy Devereaux, the owner, Troy Carter Trains, James Flores with the ride. Two starts for the Arkansas bread. Was fourth in a maiden on March the 16th and then third in another maiden on April the 23rd last time out. Has picked up about 3000 now. We'll see what he can do against Trial Company for the first time. So then I got 8-10-3 in the final trial with a trace of good candy on top, and that'll wrap up the Heritage Place Futurity Trials. Make sure you stay, stay tuned for the trials in New Mexico later on in the week and for the Heritage Place Derby and the Oaks Trials. Thank you all for listening, and I'll talk to you all next time.